my dear listeners. Welcome back to the Tales from Olympus podcast. I'm your host, Pandora, and today I will be talking about the myth of Hades and Persephone. Now, I personally adore this myth. I believe that it is truly an epic love story. Um, Hades and Persephone are probably, uh, from what I've seen, the most functional couple in all of Greek mythology, Uh, so I can't wait to talk about them. But before I get into this myth, uh, allow me to talk about the gods involved and what they represent. One of the main players in this myth is the lord of the underworld himself, Hades. Now, if you recall from my very first episode, I talked a little about him, I believe. Hades is the son of the titan lord Kronos and a titaness Rhea. Now, um, he is the god of the underworld, as mentioned before, um, not to be confused with the god of death, who is Thanatos. Hades himself doesn't control um, who dies and when. Um, he rather rules over everything under the ground. It's also worth mentioning that in most of mythology, Hades pretty much just chills in the underworld and doesn't really do much. He does his job, doesn't cheat on his wife. Um, We love him for that here. Uh, So he's nothing like depictions um, as shown in media such as the Disney Hercules. Uh, He's not evil. Um, Just because he rules in the underworld does not mean he is on par with someone like Satan. So just thought that was worth mentioning as well. Next up, we have the queen of the underworld herself, Lady Persephone. Um, Persephone is the daughter of Demeter and Zeus, both Olympians. Now, uh, Persephone is very associated with the concept of spring. Um, However, it is worth mentioning that she herself does not bring spring to the overworld. That is rather her mother, Demeter. Uh, meaning she pretty much is just the queen of the underworld, which um, I make that sound very, like, nonchalant, but it's, like, super cool. Um, We love her here. Next up, we have the messenger god Hermes. Now, Hermes is the son of a titan, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I might have gotten that information wrong. And Zeus, because... Why would it be anyone else but Zeus? Um, Anyway, he is the god of messengers, um, I believe, tricks, and travelers. travelers. Um, So he does play a pretty important role in this myth, I guess. So he is worth bringing up. Next up, we have the goddess Demeter. Like um, Hades, she is also a daughter of Rhea and the Titan Lord Kronos. Um, Now, Demeter is the goddess of the harvest and agriculture, presiding over grains and the fertility of the earth. Um, She is a very big part of this myth, um, the mother of the main lady, Persephone. So, she is certainly worth bringing up um, or mentioning in this little intro. And last, 
and least, we have the king of the gods himself, Zeus. Now, like Hades, Zeus is the son of Kronos and the Titan Lord Rhea, um, the father of Persephone, because who else would it be, to be honest? Um, he plays a big part in this myth, mainly when he tells Hades that kidnapping his future wife would be an okay thing to do. Oh my goodness, this man. Um, I'll, I'll do a whole other um, episode on him, um, but for now, this is all um, I'm going to say. Okay, now that that's all out of the way, let's finally jump into the myth of Hades and Persephone. Now I'm going to start this myth off by restating that Persephone was the beautiful daughter of Zeus and the goddess of grain, Demeter. Um, one day she was picking flowers in with her companions, Artemis and Athena, in one version of the story, in a field. Um, in other versions of the story, it says that she was with a bunch of nymphs, um, so use whichever version you'd like. Um, now, she was picking flowers in this garden when Hades suddenly burst out of the ground and dragged her to the underworld. I know, shocker, right? Um, now, it is very popular in modern in the modern day to portray Hades uh, as evil um, or demonic, as stated before, uh, when I mentioned Disney is Hercules. Um, now, this absolutely is not present at all in any of the ancient myths, and especially not in this one. He wasn't responsible for any human suffering, um, and in this one, in this specific myth, this wasn't entirely his idea. Now, Hades had been watching Persephone for a while. She um, had caught his eye, and he admired her beauty. He was very much in love with her. And so he went to her father, Zeus, in order to ask for her hand in marriage. Zeus said yes to Hades, however, he did not think that Demeter would agree to that. Now, in some myths, Demeter is very protective over her daughter. Um, she didn't want anything bad happening to her, um, which is understandable, you know. Uh, a mother is typically very protective over their child. So, um, to get by that, Zeus basically said, you know, just kidnap her. Yeah, I know. Really A-plus advice Zeus gave his brother there. Now, uh, it is worth mentioning that this was a time where kidnapping your future spouse was not as frowned upon as it usually is. Uh, and in fact, this really makes him no more villainous than other people or gods who have kidnapped their spouses, such as Zeus, Poseidon, Apollo, there are more. Anyway, back to the main myth. When Demeter had discovered what happened to her daughter, her grief over losing her um, was so great that it 
blighted the soil, causing the very first winter. Um, the crops died. Um, nothing could grow. Nothing could be harvested. Um, basically, the world suffered because of her grief. In some myths, um, it even states that she purposely destroyed the earth and was holding the world hostage until Zeus had ordered his daughter to be returned to her. Um, so, which is great. We love that here. Gotta love Demeter. Anyway, eventually Zeus gave in to Demeter and he sent Hermes, the guide of souls to the underworld, uh, to fetch her. Now, it doesn't really say what Persephone was doing in the underworld during this time, or, like, what she was up to. Uh, I like to think that her and Hades were kind of, like, vibing down there. You know, they were having uh, just a swell time. They were just bonding, you know? Anyways, Hermes went down there, you know, got Persephone, uh, basically went, yo, Hades, I'm so sorry, we gotta gotta bring her back, Demeter's kind of like messing up the whole world, people are dying, we can't have this. Um, but right before Persephone left, she ate a bit of the fruit of the dead, um, which is pomegranate seeds. I believe that she ate around three or four, but because she ate these seeds, she was, yes, allowed to return to the world of the living. However, she um, had to spend a season down there, a few months of the year, down in the underworld with Hades, and thus the seasons are born. Those three months she spends down in the underworld are when Demeter is so sad and just grief um, kills the land um, nothing can grow during this time. However, um, when she returns, it's spring, things start growing again, the land is flourishing. Oddly, Persephone isn't given much of a personality in this myth. She is really just a passive victim. So I sometimes enjoy imagining her, um, as she willingly ate the fruit of the dead rather than um, being tricked into it like some myth state. Um, I like to think that she quite enjoys her time in the underworld and her and Hades um, have a swell time down there with, you know, Cerberus, who, by the way, um, some people believe that Cerberus translates to spot, which means Hermes I mean, Hades named his hellhound Spot, which is amazing to me. Anyways, that is it for this myth. Um, however, do your own research on it. Um, uh, go look it up. There are plenty of videos online. There are plenty of websites that you can look into. Um, there is also a musical you may have heard of it it's called Hades Town now i know the main story in it is about orpheus and eurydice however hades and demeter hades and persephone are also a big love story in that and they do touch on 
um, their love and their own myth in that. So please totally check it out and tune in next week for hopefully a video on Artemis and Callisto. So I'll talk to you all beautiful listeners some other time.